segment of the Extra Innings Baseball Podcast. Of course, in this one, we'll be talking about the World Series and previewing it for the 2018 season. If you missed it, go back and listen to the first segment where I broke down the League Championship Series and the American League in the National League and get the lowdown on what happened there and then come back here and listen to the World Series preview. Real quick programming note, if you did not listen to the first one and you're not going to, Ryan is gone this week. Um, he's out on a work trip, and uh, he couldn't get back until after the first couple games of the World Series played, and we could not uh, wait. I don't want to wait that long and uh, put something out after a first the first game or two had been played. So um, you're stuck with me and just me this time. So let's jump into it. Of course, it's the Boston Red Sox versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. Fun fact, the approximate distance between Fenway and Dodger Stadium is 2,588 miles is the longest ever between ballparks in any World Series matchup. The previous record was 2,568 miles between Yankee Stadium and Candlestick Park in 1962. So this breaks the record by 20 miles, and that's according to Google Maps. That's from at Sox Notes on Twitter. I think the big question coming into this series is, can the Dodgers pitching, which did phenomenally in the NLCS, really shut down a red-hot Boston lineup. And I don't know. Um, I should say that my my prediction for the World Series was a Red Sox-Brewers World Series, which I almost got correct, and I picked the Red Sox to win. Ryan, on the other hand, picked the Red Sox and the Brewers as well, but picked the Brewers to win. So he could not possibly be right. I still have a chance. So uh, here's hoping the Red Sox finish it off, for my own predictions anyway. And... Um, I honestly don't see it, and I'm, I'm sticking with my original pick. I think the Red Sox are the better team here. They have been all year. They had the best record for a reason. I mean, that lineup, Mookie Betts, 10.4 war. This is Fangraphs. J.D. Martinez, um, I mean, what a season. 170 WRC plus for him, 43 home runs. Just a huge difference maker in that offense. Xander Bogarts was really good this year. Andrew Benintendi, still just 23 years old, breaking out, um, hit... 328, 290, or sorry, 290, 366, 465. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. was really good in the ALCS. Not a great year for him in the regular season, but really hot for um, at the right time in the ALCS. Rafael Devers, um, a star in the making, I believe. Again, not a great regular season. He hit 240, 298, 433, which is okay, um, but he had a great ALCS too. And I just don't see the Dodgers pitching shutting this team down. I could be wrong. Um, it'll be a fun pitching matchup, of course, Sale versus Kershaw in Game 1. At least that's the odds. The Dodgers, when I've recorded this, have not officially named that yet, but I would be shocked if it's Rich Hill instead of Kershaw, even though he pitched in Game 7. Um, but it'll it'll be a fun series. I think the Dodgers are a better team than people realize. Um, they really kind of dealt, they dealt with a lot of injuries and struggled for most of the year and really kicked it into gear in September only won 92 games, which is certainly less than we would have assumed at the start of the year, um, but still a good season for them. And I mean, that lineup honestly didn't didn't do great in the NLCS, um, so I'm a little bit worried about that. And the Red Sox pitching was really really good, especially the bullpen in the ALCS. Um, I really think this is a perfect storm for the Red Sox, and that's not to take away from some of the Dodgers hitters who did well. Um, Manny Machado. 
uh, played really well and hit great in the NLCS. Um, somebody, who else was it? Yasiel Puig did really good, um, but <clears throat> Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger, um, David DeFries, Jasmine Grandal, um, Kiki Hernandez, a lot of guys, Jock Peterson included, he just didn't didn't deliver. Um, outside of Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, um, Puig, and Machado, they just didn't have a lot. Or I feel like the Red Sox is a lot, have a lot deeper lineup. A lot more guys that strike fear into the opposition. Um, I will say the Dodgers, I think, have the edge in pitching overall. If you look at the season series, or the season as a whole, um, the Dodgers definitely had better pitching, a 3.4 ERA to a 3.76 ERA for the Red Sox. Of course, part of that is the league difference. Um, but you look at FIP, the Dodgers had a 0.22 better FIP than the Red Sox. Um, better strikeout percentage, better walk percentage, um, but really similar similar thing except the opposite way can be said about the offense where you look at um, for the entire season, the Red Sox uh, struck out less. They did walk a little bit less as a team than the Dodgers did. Hit for more power, had a better OBP, better average, significantly better average, um, produced more runs. It, they just seemed like the, the better team to me in the series, so we'll see how it plays out. Um, but I really just think it's going to come down to the offense of the Red Sox just being too good for the Dodgers pitching to contain. Um, but maybe I'll be wrong, but that, that would be where I would place my bets at this time. I'd probably say Dodgers and or sorry Red Sox in six at this moment. Um, but the Dodgers with Kershaw, with Hill, with Walker Buehler, who has phenomenal stuff, could really surprise people. And the reason I say surprise is I feel like just the general consensus is that the Red Sox are going to win this one um, and probably pretty handily. Uh, but the Dodgers could definitely make it a series. They have the tools, too. They've been in the World Series two years in a row. Maybe they get it done this year, but I just don't think so. So we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be fun. And I have some stats here for you. So this year's World Series will be the first time where both managers played for both teams. Of course, that's Alex Cora and Dave Roberts. Another one, the Dodgers and Red Sox matchup will be the third World Series between two teams who entered the series with six or more World Series titles each, along with the 1964 Cardinals-Yankees matchup and the 2013 Red Sox-Cardinals matchup. And lastly, the Dodgers and Red Sox World Series matchup has a 16-win difference in regular season victories between the two teams. The team with 15-plus more wins has gone 6-1 in the World Series all-time with the one exception being in 1906 when the White Sox beat the Cubs. So that makes sense, right? The team that has won 15 more games than the other has won six of the seven matchups. So I, I feel like that's telling, and I feel like that's how it's going to play out again. Although I think the Dodgers are definitely better than their record. So um, we'll see how it plays out. Remember, if you have thoughts on this, if you have an opinion, or if you think, wow, like how could you possibly be this wrong? Um, I would love to hear it. So please send me an email. You can send an email to extraidingspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Tell me why I'm wrong. Um, tell me who you think is going to win MVP, stuff like that. Um, so I'll, I'll give you some guys I think you should be watching this series that are really going to be playing a large part in how it plays out, and then we'll close it out. So Mookie Betts, I think, is the one to watch. Of course, he's going to most likely win AL MVP, and he didn't have a great ALCS. So I'm wondering... Um, if he'll bounce back. In the ALCS, he hit 217, 284. And I'm wondering if maybe he'll kind of be frustrated with himself for lack of output and if all of a sudden he'll put on a clinic in the World Series. I'd love to see that. I'm a huge Mookie Betts fan. Um, another one to watch on the Red Sox 
is Andrew Benintendi. He made, of course, that phenomenal series winning catch in game five in Houston, um, but only hit 208, uh, 208, 292. But on the season, he had an 830 OPS in the ALCS. He had a 500 OPS. He could be a huge key to the Red Sox and getting that offense going. Um, in the bullpen for the Red Sox, I think Kate, Craig Kimbrell, of course. I mean, who else are you going to mention? But he, he struggled. He struggled so far in the postseason this year. If he keeps struggling, if the Dodgers can put up runs against him, that's a game changer. Um, you go from a lockdown guy who barely ever loses a game for you to someone who gives up a couple runs each time he pitches. That That's huge. So um, if he's off, it wouldn't shock me to see this team go down. On the LA side, I'll give you three more guys. Walker Bueller, I think, is going to play a huge role in this series. Um, he was pretty good in the NLCS, but he just has phenomenal stuff. And after Rich Hill, um, he's the guy the Dodgers are going to turn to. If he can go six, seven innings against the Red Sox and shut that lineup down, even five innings against the Red Sox, that's going to be huge for that LA bullpen. Um, another one I'll stick with the pitching side of things is Clayton Kershaw. Of course, we all know his historical playoff woes where people really love to hate on him for um, his struggles in the postseason. I would argue that a lot of it, honestly, may be overblown. 4.09 career ERA in 28 postseason games. Um, But last year in the World Series, um, he pitched in three games at a 4.02 ERA. So we'll see if this year he can do a little bit better um, and maybe carry that team to a couple wins. And lastly, for the Dodgers, I will name Manny Machado his first time in the World Series on the game's biggest stage. Will he continue to perform? He hit 296, 367, 444 in the postseason. Sorry, in the NLCS, not the total postseason. If he can keep up a line like that, that's going to be huge in the middle of the Dodgers order. But really, um, if the other guys are struggling around him like they did in the last series, that number is going to matter a little bit less. So those are three guys I would look out for. Let me know what you think about that again. Send an email to extrainningspodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts on the series, with your thoughts on who will win MVP, on who the impact players are. Would love to hear it. Give us your prediction for who will win. Maybe we'll talk about it in the season wrap-up podcast. That'll do it for me in this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back after the World Series ends. My name is Mark Stubinger. We'll see you next time.